Hey there, and welcome back to the Grip Tape Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Garibaldi, and Grip Tape alumni and youth leadership board member. For those of you who don't know, Grip Tape is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that gives $500 grants to youth with a lack of resources to help them explore their passions in 10 weeks. And today I have with me Megan Ursillo, a Grip Tape alumni who is here to talk about her experience. So do you want to say hi, Megan? Hi. Awesome. So I'm so glad to have you on the show. So to my understanding, you use your grip tape learning challenge to learn about architecture. So that's kind of like a niche interest compared to like other things that I know about. So where did this interest come from and how did it lead you to grip tape? So the interest came from me wanting to know more as well. Like I did not care about architect. They were actually building an Amazon facility near my school. And I was like, yeah, that kind of looks really cool, like the structure of it all. And I was like, you know what? It'd be really cool just to learn about it. And then I kind of thought of like what ways can help me like learn that. And I ended up finding out about grip tape through another program I'm part of called Teen Sharp. And they kind of brought me to it and they showed me how to apply that sounds great. Yeah, I'm familiar with Teen Shard. Uh, Kaylin uh, is the one that uh, runs it, right? I'm not sure. She's a part of it too, or she was like an alumni. Teen Sharp, we love them. So anyway, so that's really cool. And yeah, I think that there's like a lot of modern architecture that's starting to spring up. I've been to like some of the like the, or I've seen them, I've not been there, but like seen some of the schools like more up north and they're like so like fancy and like modern. They have like glass, like walls. It's just so interesting to look at. And so I think Amazon is also jumping on that train too. And I think it's really interesting. So on that note, now that you've kind of explored that a little bit, do you have any favorite building designs or architects? And are there any like specific styles that you prefer over others? Or do you just like architecture like in general I like architectural in general I think my favorite is for some odd reason I really like dog houses especially the unique like type dog houses I think it's just because of like the love of my dog like the love for dogs but also because like there are some crazy dog houses that you can find on the internet Yeah, definitely. I think people get very creative with that, especially uh, they make very like vibrant designs and things like that. So I think that's really cool. And so uh, you mentioned to me outside of like the episode when you were filling out the form to be on the show that uh, one of your like dreams in life or like goals in life was to help out with like homeless housing and building homes for the homeless. So can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, so I, growing up, I always wanted to build, like, a mini house community for the homeless where they could go and for free they can stay there until they find a job or until they get, like, settled back into uh, life. And the biggest reason why is because I saw it on a show called Live in Maddie, and I was like, oh, that's a really cool invention. And I kind of looked it up, and I noticed that it wasn't a, a real thing. So I was like, that would help so many people in life if we could just give them a, provide them a home for free. Yeah, definitely. And I know what show you're talking about. I kind of uh, grew up with that show in a way, not necessarily as much as like stuff from the early 2000s, but I do remember that show being on. I was kind of growing out of Disney by that time, but I do remember being that on. So it's great. You know, it's just a channel inspiring us. We love that. And so um, you mentioned that's where that kind of passion comes from. So why is solving this issue significant to you or what does it mean to you? For me, um, it just means like you can help so many people out in this world with their problems if you just provide them a home because that just takes one like problem that they have off of their shoulder and they could go get a job and they could go start a family. So it really just creates like a whole new life for someone if you provide them with a home. Yeah, definitely. And so just out of like curiosity, I know there's like some people that are like against hopeless housing because they say it costs too much money or taking up too much time. So in your opinion, uh, what would you uh, say to those people or what's kind of your opinion on that? 
Um, well, I would first off say that they really don't know that, especially if they haven't been in a situation where they themselves were homeless. So sure, it could cost a lot of money, but in the end, it's going to help so many people where you can kind of earn that money back in a sense of way because they'll be putting that money back into the economy. So I would just tell them to think about like the positive sides about it instead of just the negative sides. Yeah, definitely. We love positivity. And as for your actual grip tape learning challenge that you participate in uh, for for the 10 weeks that you were part of the experience, uh, what specifically did you spend the grant on and how did you uh, shape your knowledge about architecture? So the most of the money for the grant actually went to uh, software that can 3D design architects. So there's one I use called SketchUp and I um, 3D designed like a doghouse at one point and I kind of got to learn the process of how the architect process kind of starts out with and as well as game Photoshop and I kind of made my own like blueprints on Photoshop. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I remember using like a similar... Uh, kind of software it was more like for 3d printing than for architecture but i understand how you can like design things virtually and build things virtually and it's very complicated like a lot of people don't realize how like tricky it can be to maneuver those things especially with photoshop too so yeah it's really that's a really useful skill that you can use especially if you want to continue architecture throughout uh your life or something that you want to keep exploring in your group tape learning challenge we have a mentor called the champion to motivate everyone along the way so how do you think your champion and helped you throughout this process oh my champion he was like one of the best person ever like I've ever met he was super nice and super sweet and I think the biggest thing that I liked about him is he kind of understood that while I had my grip tape challenge I also had school so he kind of motivated me to keep on going to keep on like pushing through like my schoolwork and getting stuff done for grip tape as well as he helped me so much afterwards too, after the 10 weeks, you know, he said, hey, if you need any references or anything, come call me. I have his phone number and if I ever need him, I could just like text him. So he has helped both like mentally, but also like as a person afterwards, he has like helped me so much. Yeah, definitely. And it's also like pretty difficult to like balance things because school is crazy and they want a lot of things from you all the time. And so balancing that with like an entire learning challenge throughout can be pretty tough. So that's a, uh, it's good that your champion helped you throughout that. And also, yeah, I also keep in touch with my uh, champion too. I have her number, but the co-challenger also did my challenge with also as her number. And so we kind of like, sometimes we like hop on Zoom calls and we just kind of chat. And so, yeah, they're like super supportive people. And I'm really glad that I'm able to have those connections with other people who believe in what I do. So uh, that's a very, uh, I guess, useful kind of uh, contact to have. So yeah, I'm glad that that could happen to you too. So um, throughout uh, this entire process, kind of looking back, what were the biggest takeaways you found from their challenge? And were there any particular moments that inspired you or that you found difficult or basically just anything that stood out to you? I think the biggest takeaway that I learned is something you thought was boring could actually be a lot of fun. At first, when I thought of like the architectural process, I was like, that sounds like the most boring job ever. But then I would, I did it. I went on SketchUp and I made my first house and I was like, yo, that was a lot of fun. And look how, like, look at the stuff I can create. I think the most difficult part, like you said, was working the software. Some nights I would get really angry at the software, even though it's just like a computer, but I would get really mad at it and I would have to like walk away from it. So I think the biggest thing was I learned how to overcome that anger as well as like seeing, hey, what I thought was boring can actually be really cool. 
Yeah, definitely. I know I totally get when you're coming from like getting angry with inanimate objects. I think it's kind of like uh like frustration that we feel when we can't get something right, but it's a really useful skill to kind of learn how to like manage your emotions and overcome like these obstacles even when they're within a computer screen. It's not an obstacle in itself. So yeah, and it's great that you uh were able to like shift your thoughts about architecture because I I agree like when most people think about that kind of subject, they think oh, it's just math and people and hard hats and things like that. But it's actually a lot of creativity that comes into play. So I think that's really, really cool. Do you think since homeless housing is a very like significant passion of yours, are there any ways do you think that everyday people can help contribute to the lives of the homeless in a positive way? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing they could do is advocate for those who can't be advocators. Obviously, those who are homeless, they have a bigger problem at hand, so they don't have the time to advocate. My biggest, the biggest way you can help is probably donating to charities um, and also like sending notes, sending letters, sending emails to your senator or even your house of representative or your governor or whoever it may be, someone in the uh, political power to say, hey, why don't you do this? And this is how you can help them. Or even say, you know, here's a really good law idea you can enforce. Um, so those ways you can, there's, there's a lot of ways they can help. Yeah, definitely. I know it's like, uh, it's a very simple, but also very effective way. I know some people like they even have like a template email that they send to like senators and or like local representatives and things like that. And that can actually initiate a lot of change. So it's important, I think, uh, for people to kind of advocate for those causes, especially when they're as significant as uh, homeless housing. And finally, for my second to last question, is there anything you would say to the people who like you have like a dream or like a goal in their heads or they want to explore a passion, but they don't? know exactly where to start i think my biggest advice is start looking at programs to help me learn my passion do that kind of stuff i have like so many goals in my head and i always just keep on looking up of how ways i can better my way towards that goal so just look it up the internet has many many resources yeah definitely the internet is a great place it can be a scary place but overall it's a pretty great place lots of opportunities there and little self-plug griptape.org is also there if you're interested. Okay. And so uh, finally, is there any like self plug in terms of social media or a website or anything or just anything else in general you want to say before we go? So I do have an Instagram. It's underscore Meg Elizabeth 23 underscore. So you can follow me there. And I think one more piece of advice I would give is to make sure you stay curious. Yes, definitely. Ooh, I love that. It's such a good little note to leave off on. Okay, well, that was amazing. And unfortunately, that brings this episode to a close, but on a great note. So thank you so much, Megan, for coming on the show today. And thank you to our listeners for tuning into this episode. And as always, make sure to follow the Grip Tape Podcast at at Grip Tape Podcast for updates on our episodes, opportunities for youth, and more. And I will see you next time. Have a great day.